Stephen Jill here. Hello. Welcome to the Landon House Academy show today, <laughs> entertaining real estate investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from the Valley of the Sun. Today, Jill and I talk about what to do when your buyer needs financing. Of all time, since we've been doing this since uh, 2014-15, this has been a, consistently been a, at least a top 10 question, maybe top five. It comes up often because people fall in love with your property and they go, oh, I don't have the money. So what I, I brought, I wanted to make this uh, an episode today because it's really different for houses and for uh, land. Mm -hmm. Very, very, very different uh, financing animals for a bunch of reasons. Mm -hmm. Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the landinvestors.com online community. It's free. And please don't forget to subscribe on the Land Academy YouTube channel and comment on the shows you like. Greg wrote, nobody has any money or credit and everybody wants a <laughs> land contract. <laughs> this is why I won't want to do, I don't want to do land contracts. Number one, I can earn way more money over the course of the contract by buying and selling more properties with cash up front. Mm -hmm. Two, I have to deal with this person for years and who knows what will happen. Three, I have to deal with the neighbors for years. You're driving on my road. There is a homeless encampment on the property, et cetera, you know, like dream it up. Four, liability, question mark. What if someone busts a leg or gets shot in a pistol fight? Where are these properties? I, am I liable for that risk for the next three years? In my opinion. opinion, land contracts are only good when nothing else is possible, like no buyers. Which never happens. Right. Tell me why you love land contracts. And what I'm doing wrong with them. Liability clause, litigation clause. Should we just jump into the show because it all ties in? Yeah. Okay. Today's topic, what to do when a buyer needs financing. This is the meat of the show. I have a lot of notes, but do you want to go oh, first? Oh, no, Tell I would love too. for you to. Okay. So, so I put a plus, I have a minus, and then I have pluses. So your buyer needs financing, whether it's land or a house. You know, the first instinct is, oh, seller financing. They always like, they they ask that too. Will you, will you carry back, you know, on a house? And sometimes it's a good solution, but most of the time it's not my first choice. It's never my first choice. Let's just say that. Um, I I will be open to it. I'm, this is the House Academy show, so I'm going to talk about that first. I would be open to it if it was a if it was a 30 day, 60 day, 90 day thing. Like we can see on paper what's coming down the pike. I am cashing in my retirement. Um, here's everything. So you we all know it's coming. Can you carry me just till this happens? And here's how we're gonna how it's gonna play out. I'm I'm those would be the really the only situations I'd be open to. But what's interesting, there's a lot of people that like this. They like them. Because they're no people. They want to buy them and ha have a note and sell the note. And that's their thing. That's not who I am. I'm an investor. I'm not a note person. And uh, I want to, you know, get my money and move on and do more properties. So before I talk about other solutions, do you want to talk about seller financing? Here's the difference. Here you have two options when you buy a piece of property correctly, the Land Academy way. Let's say you buy a piece of property for $10,000 and you know it's worth twenty. You can buy the property for 10 and then put it on the market, however you do choose to do that, and sell it for $20,000 cash. Or, and here's the positive, maybe you sell it for $30,000 on terms. So you collect two or $3,000 down, five or $600 a month. That's what a term sale is. That's what finance seller financing is. 
Same thing with the house. The numbers are just much higher. So the positive to this type of scenario, this scenario is that you, you sell it for a lot more money and you, and you create this payment stream for some personality types is really, really positive as a seller. Here's the problem. You're going to attract just by the nature of the deal, the nature of the structure of the deal, a different type of person. The person that's going to come up with $20,000, if I, I can tell you right now, cash sees value at around 30, which is how, what's that Solan Academy model? Buy for 10. It's really worth 30, sell it for 20. Everybody wins, including the person you sell it to. That's just not the case with seller financing. The person that cannot, like the, the question today, has no money and no credit, that's, they're going to want seller financing. And the default rate, there's a reason they don't have any money or any credit. There's a very, very, very high chance in my personal experience that they're going to default. Mm -hmm. So everything that the, the person said in the question is correct. All right. Uh, right down to the letter. You're going to be staring at, at and worrying about all those issues. When you get into the differences between uh, selling a house on financing and selling um, a house in a mobile home are about the same thing in the eyes of the law. And land, it's very different. Land is never considered, for whatever reason, a primary residence. Well, unless you live on the land in a tent. I mean, that, even then, it's subject to different laws. So the, the vast majority of the time. mail there? I don't know. So now you're subject <laughs> to the Dodd-Frank Act uh, for house financing. And that's a whole different scenario um, of disclosure and liability for you as a seller. So what does this all really add up to? It adds up to you. And Jill just said it perfectly. We have people in our group that have hundreds and hundreds and thousands of these contracts that they've created or purchased from other people in the group. And they love the income stream. They sell it at a discount. That's their whole life. They're a collections company. They got 25 people working for them to collect money and, and establish relationships with these people to get them to pay. That doesn't want, that's for us. That's not the business we want to be in. Mm -hmm. So what's the question in the title? What do you do when your buyer needs financing? Well, you look at your partner. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I have a list. Can I talk about my list of things? Jill, do you want to do it? That kind of thing. That's what I do. Oh, do and I she to... always says no. Nope. <laughs> no, but you know what? I never, I always have an answer though. So that's the thing. Like I even had a broker come to me recently. Would you do seller finance? I said, no, but please tell the guy, go to his local bank. I've seen Wells Fargo shop pop up on our closing deals that they've funded for rural vacant land. I know they would do houses. Hello. They will do houses way more than they'll do land. And then there's companies like Rural First that, that really do lend on, on vacant land. That's kind of their bread and butter. So there are solutions out there. Um, you know, and what I was going to tell too, back in the old days for me, let's just say 20 years ago, um, oh, it was about in early, what year are we? Yeah, a good 20 years ago, um, I refinanced their house. And you know what I did? I sat and I, and this is what these buyers can and should be encouraged to do. I back then got the newspaper. And if you remember, there was always the money section in the newspaper. I looked in the money section and towards the back of the money section was like two or three pages of nothing but banks. And this is kind of turning me on right now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> banks, their terms, their interest rates. And I would seriously take a day off work. And I would sit and call all the banks and you bet. And I started at eight in the morning and you better believe by five o'clock in the afternoon, I was a pro at this man. I knew everything about points and percentages and what this meant and what that meant, every little term. 
And because I didn't take the first one too. So it's, it's not hard. It's still a thing. I think it's probably even easier now, but this is what people, I guess, just need to know. They need to know they can pick up the phone, even for land. This is really houses, houses. It's, it's, it's normal and go down the list, start calling, start with your local bank, you know, start, you know, pick up Wells Fargo, whatever it is in your area and go down the list. And then what I want you to know too, is don't stop. Just because this one bank says a version of shucks, I wish you had more credit history because that comes up. Say, don't well, I wish just, you were a better bank. Or just like say, okay, well, who do you think, who could you recommend? Oh, well, you should call this guy over here. They always have a solution, by the way, I promise you. We just went through this with our teenage son. So he can't afford our insurance. Lord knows I'm not putting him on our insurance. Car, I, car insurance. Our car insurance. Our teenage son needs his own car insurance. <laughs> Every teenage son does. Exactly. Every single one. Exactly. And I am not letting him touch ours. So he, but I said, call my girl. And I don't need me and daughter. I mean, son. Yeah, our son. Exactly. So I said, but call, call our person and see what they say. And of course he came back and he about fell over and said, I can't afford this. I said, no, you can't. You're right. And don't look at me. <laughs> so, but I, but he, he, uh, I said, call him back, ask him who they can recommend. And they did. They always have a solution. All right. For, for 18 year old sons like you, I said, look, 18 year old, you know, you tell her you got good grades, the, all the positives. And they said, you need to call this one or this one. And he did, and he solved it. So sometimes you have to work at this stuff. So don't, when buyers come to me and they like throw their hands up, like I said, I always have a solution for them. I, if they really want this property, I'll help them. You know, hey, call these guys. Um, I know people that have got financing here. Check them out. If they don't have a solution, ask them who will. And, and you guys, and it can get done. It doesn't have to be you. And by the way, if they go through this process and they do what I did and they spend all day, it's either going to work out, which it usually does, or if it doesn't, that's the last person you want to be you yeah. know, lending money to anyway that's right. to. That, that was my point too. When people have to do stuff, look, when it doesn't cost anything and you just have to sign your name a few times and- uh, It's too easy. It's too easy. They're not going to continue to pay. Mm -hmm. That type of person, is there, something's going to change in their life quickly. Yeah. One or two months later, and they're just going to say, yeah, I don't want to pay for this anymore. But if they really want it and they go through the steps yeah. and they do get qualified and they can come back to you and say, I got it. There's a reason yeah. that banks require when you go to buy a, a primary residence or any type of commercial real estate, for sure, commercial real estate, they want you to so your skin in the game. Yeah. You know, my answer to that has always been, well, I need a, a massive price reduction on the sell price, the purchase price then, which we, we usually get. We've mastered how to do that. That's what Land Academy is, buying undervalued real estate. And so, but they still want money down. I don't care if, what mm -hmm. the loan to value is. Loan to value is a fictitious phrase in my, I don't, we're getting off track here, but you, you have to have skin in the game. You know, you just, that's just how the world is. And we got the whole, the real estate community as a whole in this country got in a tremendous amount of trouble because of 1% uh, and 3% down mortgages between 2007 and 2011. It was a disaster. Uh, and it, no one can disagree with that. It was an absolute nationwide disaster. Banks were crumbling because of it. So charge them mm. or don't do it at all. Mm -hmm. And we choose to not do it at all. But show them away. 
Mm-hmm. That's my thing. I always have an answer. You're very positive. I am. That's just who I am. <laughs> if you need access to any sort of ownership or property details, including owner phone numbers and FEMA flood map overlays, please check out parcelfact.com or neighborscoop.com. Created by investors, that's us, for investors like you. Happy you could join us today. Five days a week, you can find us here on some version of the Land Academy Show. <laughs> so we're on the episode on the Land Academy Show as well. It's Jack Thursday. And I'm gonna we're going to perform the Land Academy Word Association Test. I'm on, a little afraid. On Jill. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> you are not alone in your real estate ambition. It sounds like you're going to give me a word and I say my first word. Is that what we're going to do? It's, that's part of it. Oh, great. There's two parts. Okay, Ready? Ready. ready. I say something and you say yes or no. Okay. Like, I agree or disagree. Okay. Like, spinach. No. (laughs) (laughs) Butter. Hell yes. (laughs) And then then we're going to do another part of it, which I'm not that excited about or as excited about is, you know, if I say spinach, not yes or no, you just give me a word, first word that comes in your head. Gross. Right. Maybe it is going to be fun. Slimy. <laughs> slimy? It kind of gets like that. It's slimy. It gets like that. I don't I used to love spinach. I think I overeat spinach. I just not my thing now. It's just like, uh, I don't know. Maybe my taste buds have changed. Right, whatever it is. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you find our content valuable. We really appreciate your support. Um, and by the way, I... What was I going with this one? It's a Clubhouse ad. I don't know what I'm doing Clubhouse. How about this? We are doing Clubhouse. Uh, you can catch us there on the first and third Thursdays starting in January. Check out Land Investing on Clubhouse and you'll find the stuff there. We, we are Stephen Joe. Information. And inspiration. To buy undervalued property. <laughs>